Hello, Scary Dogs. Hello, I'm Mandy. And I'm Carol. And you're listening to Scary Not Scary Podcast. 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 It's just us. Just us two. Which sisters? Ashley still abducted my aliens. <laughs> um, but we love her so much and we miss her. It's not the same, but we're making it work. Okay. Work twerk. What? I know. <laughs> We're just staring at her seat <laughs> with Ashley, the mic still there. Ashley, say something. Say it now. Now. Hurry up. So earlier this week, Esthetician Edition came in to record in the studio. And so Tim left all three mics up. So now literally we have an empty mic stand with an empty chair with where Ashley should be sitting. Yeah. We're just staring at her spirit. <laughs> It's so sad. We should have like an Ashley cutout, like a cut we cardboard should. cutout. That would be so funny. Or like just print out like a her picture f- of her and like put it in the chair. Put a stuffed doll and put her face <gasps> on. The I can doll. get Sabrina's like huge Mickey that she has, oh and we can God. put her face on there. That would be we're amazing. gonna do that for next week. We are. We're gonna do it. <laughs> we are. And we're gonna take pictures. Take lots and lots and lots of pictures. Yeah. I don't have anything like. Oh no, something creepy did happen. Right today. Literally today, right? Earlier. I was like, ah, nothing's creepy happened. No, it it always creepy does. Creepy shit always happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and then at work too, we've been seeing like from our Dude. peripherals. Yeah. That's always me though lately. I've been seeing a lot. I don't even pay attention to it anymore. I'm thinking of wearing those things that horses wear. You know what I mean? You know which ones I'm talking about? Yes. The eye thing? Where they just like focus on, on the, the road, road ahead so yeah. they don't get distracted. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely. That's what we need. Now, so earlier today, the kids were all in the kitchen. I, what was I doing? Washing dishes, right? Yeah. Yes, you were I was washing, washing dishes. Gato uh, was sitting at the table and the kids were like running around in the kitchen and Jason's there and he's, you know, grabbing all the dishes that I was washing. And then I saw... What I thought was Sabrina run into the studio and I was like, Sabrina, come here. And I walked over to the studio and then I hear her from the living room go, what, mama? (laughs) And I was like, oh, shit. Who went in the I was like, who went in the studio? Because Jason was right next to me. So I walked in. and Of course, nobody was there. But I looked at God and I was like, I swear I saw her go in there. I saw somebody go in there because she was they were there playing with their blankets, throwing them on each other. Mm hmm. I was, was like, weird. no, Sabrina's been in the living room. Yeah, the whole time I thought Sabrina was there in the kitchen with us. And then she like ran over here into the studio. Yeah, no, Super she weird. was in the living room. Creepy. Being bad. Being a badass kid. But, you know, we love her. It's so creepy. <laughs> it was creepy, but I was like, yeah. I mean, we're all used to I it. No, that's so weird to say. But I'm like, oh, yeah, you saw something. Damn, that sucks. We're all used to it, right? <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> I mean, not really. It's but, like you know. the norm for us, though, I know. right? That's so, That's so funny. Yeah, it's so weird. Uh, my little sister wants to come on the show with us. I love her. Because she said that she has a lot of scary stories to tell, which I know she does. She'll creep y'all out. <laughs> I love her so much. She's such a cutie. She's very creepy. So maybe we'll have her on sometime. <laughs> Surprise. Surprise. But that one is going to be a rated G edition oh she'll probably be happy to cuss on here oh i might let her but not tell my mom <laughs> you your mom's gonna listen she's to this just like that little girl oh my gosh she's she is 10 years old going on 20 yeah for sure <laughs> literally she's okay. a little adult 
Yeah, yeah, I love her. My little baby. Oh, and congratulations. You are a tia again. I know. My little sister had a baby. And I was just me left. My mom's like, when are you going to have a kid? I'm like, mom, don't say that in front of Voodoo. Okay. He looks all, <laughs> what? What are you talking about? I am his kid. Yes, my little sister had a baby. Congratulations, she's Priscilla. The cutest little baby. And she looks just like me. That's why she's she so cute. She looks like a little porcelain doll. Oh, she's so cute. I'm sorry. I'm like obsessed with her. I even told my sister, I'm like, bitch, if you're even mean to my little baby, I will fuck you up. I will rock your shit. Don't touch my baby. And she came a lot sooner than expected, right? Yeah, she did. Oh, my God. But we're so happy. Well, I'm sure they're like She's healthy. Ecstatic. The baby's healthy. That's, all, like, that that's all that matters. Yeah. She's sure. so cute, though. She's like a little porcelain doll. <laughs> I love her so much. Oh, that's your foot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was this like, is off topic. I was like, that chair just moved on its own. It's all Ashley. I know. I'm like, this is off topic. But I was thinking the other day and I'm like, dude, I bet you the headless horseman is sexy. You know what? I've been so wanting to talk about the headless weird. horseman. Me too. <laughs> Why are we like this? Dude, we're fucking like weird. Brain waves like match each other. Sexy. We're like that. At, we're like that everywhere we go. Yeah, it's because we're. <laughs> what do we, we say oh. with each other every day? We're the twisted sisters. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, twist me like a pretzel. Nah, I'm just kidding. Mm, dip me in cheese. <laughs> we literally went to Kitty because I was like, I'm craving a pretzel. So I we went to Kitty. I didn't get a pretzel. I mm-hmm. got frozen coffee. I got hot Cheetos, and I got my little favorite. They're called Nitos. I don't know if y'all ever eat Nitos, but oh my god, so good. Oh, and then Haley uh, posted on Instagram today that they made an Anne's pretzels in her H-E-B over there. On, uh, I was like, oh, my God, where is this at? She said it's the one on 281 and something. But uh, H-E-B stepping me. up. There's one H-E-B with a Sephora or an Ulta. What is it? A um, whole makeup store. H-E-B here. Everything's better. 281 and Evans. Mm. That H-E-B, there is an Anne's pretzel. I'm going to go there. Like legit, all in there, and then the Target on One Fifty One has an Ulta. Is there H E B that has a makeup mm-hmm, store too? Mm-hmm. Shit, I just don't remember which one. I think what they need to do is have H E B and Target together. Bitch, I would never be <laughs> Can home. You imagine, I will always be there. I love H E B. And then like a bookstore, just like right smack in the middle. Why? Oh well, Target technically has Tar- books. Yeah, Target has books. That's true. Some H E Bs have a book section. They do? Yeah. Maybe because I don't really look for books. Because you, yeah, I was going to say you don't look for books. But <laughs> anywho. Anyway. We're going to jump into our scary news segment. Ooh. So this news is more sad than scary. I guess it is scary. But Robbie Coltrane, if you don't know who he is, he plays Hagrid in the Harry Potter series. He passed away this week. And... I've been sad. Like, I literally cried at work. It was Friday, right, when it happened. Mm-hmm. October 14th, he died at the age of 72. And he was obviously loved by everybody. And he was literally our childhood. He was. With the Harry Potter series. <sighs> I think we were, what, like in second grade when Harry Potter came out? First grade, like the actual. The first movie. Movie. I can't remember. I think I it was think in it was elementary. Second grade, were yeah. we? I was in elementary. Because my remember. teacher took me and Priscilla to go see it. I just remember reading the books. Like, I started reading the books in elementary. And, mm. like, they just all stayed with me. And he was just, like, the perfect Hagrid. Like, perfect. he was it, who I pictured as Hagrid. Yeah. 
from everything, but I don't know, just everything <sighs> like that Emma Watson, I'm yeah, like all of them, just like what they wrote about him made me cry. And then his quote that he said at the uh, reunion where he said that everybody will be watching the Harry Potter series in 50 years time. And he was like, I hope that my children's children will be showing this to their children. Stop. And I'm going to cry like, already. Again. And then he was like, I won't be here, sadly, but Hagrid will. Oh, my bitch, heart. Hold on. <laughs> That's not like... That wasn't uh, word for word. I but like, oh my god, I just I can't. Like when I got the news, my friend messaged me at work and then like I ran and I told like Jess and who was sitting there, Caitlin, you, and then we were just like all crying together. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. There's a few people that I know when they die, it's gonna fuck me up, especially RuPaul. That's so random. You but love him though. I love RuPaul so much. Like, well, that if was he just dies, like, I will lose my when, shit. When Chester, when Chester Bennington died, I remember you. Were I like, you lost your shit at I work. I call. I was at work and I got the Google notification, and then my Twitter was blowing up, and then I got Facebook posts. My uncles are messaging me. Then my, I think my dad texted me. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what? No, like at first I was like, no, this isn't true. This is like a joke. It's a joke. Yeah. No, he, he died. And I was in the bathroom and I was a freaking hot mess. Like I was literally bawling my eyes out. Yeah. But, <laughs> oh, Robbie, rest in peace. We love you. We hold our wands up to you. We do. <sighs> I love Harry Potter. Me too. Okay. Okay. Sorry for the sad news. But this is a news <laughs> segment. It is. <laughs> Okay, guys, I'm going to call this San Antonio news. <laughs> look on local scary news. Look on local scary news today. Well, not today. So on October 22nd, there's going to be a drive through haunted forest event. So if y'all guys are interested, I think this is going to be what it, what is it on the Castle Hills neighborhood by Alamo Ranch. If you kind of know where that's at. Entry is $20 per carload. Oh, and it's only one night. So from six to nine, I thought it was um, a drive through like a car wash, but it's not like you can actually see like it's just like a creepy little, you know, like the Santa Claus Ranch. Oh, but like it's like that, a creepy but forest. A creepy forest. Oh. Yeah. And it's going to be $20 per carload and it's going to be on 10810 Witchwood in Castle Hill. So. And you can drive through there with your car? Yes. Fill up your cars. You know Mexicans will overfill. <laughs> so it says thrill seekers of all ages will be able to take part in a drive through haunted forest in a San Antonio Castle Hills neighborhood. So if you guys want to go out there and take your kids and spook them a little, that'll be a good one. There is a San Antonio haunted car wash, though. There right? is, yes. I just saw it, but I think it's just like it's been going on all of October. I don't know how much the price is, though. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's like on Facebook. Yeah, we could probably look it up on Twitter. <laughs> on Twitter. Speaking of, so if you didn't know, they made a Terrifier two. Have you ever seen Terrifier one, like mm. the first one? Nope. It's about Art the clown. He's a killer clown that basically kills everybody. And it's a super gruesome movie. Yes. The black and white clown. Oh, my God. The killer clown. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Okay. So they made a Terrifier 2. It was released in theaters uh, 
I believe early October, so it was just released. So basically, Terrifier 2 is uh, about Art the Clown. He was resurrected by a sinister entity, and he returns to Miles County to terrorize the teenage girl and her younger brother on the night of Halloween. And if you didn't know, it was directed, screenplayed, and edited by Damien Leon. This was, like, all from his imagination. And there's been many viewers freaking out about this movie. And many of them had said that they, like, run out of the theater because of how disturbing and gruesome the killings are in the movie. And then there's even been some reports of people passing out during the movie. And there's also been reports saying that the rumors about people passing out and, like, having to call the ambulance due to, like, the gruesomeness of the movie was, like, a marketing deploy to try to get it more popular to hit the charts. No, that's not true. There really is people, like, passing out all over Twitter, Facebook. There's people posting about some of the viewers passing yeah. out. There's one guy on Twitter. His name is Ratchet Bastard. Nice. On Twitter. He said, my friend passed out at the theater and we had to call the ambulance. I highly recommend this movie. Ah, <laughs> I love that review, first of all. <laughs> and then somebody else posted, he said, at Lucas Skull, he said, this scene in Terrifier 2 is the most unbelievable shit I've ever seen in the movie theater. Super, super cool. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, for example of how gruesome this movie is, one of the victims was scalped with a pair of what looked like eyebrow, gro- like an eyebrow grooming razor, then cut open with the same grooming razor from the back with her spine showing. Then her arm was literally broken in half, ripped off, and then her remaining hand was split in half by Art the Clown himself. Oh yeah, you showed me that. <laughs> Yeah, we literally, I I think I showed you that scene, right? Yeah, somebody posted the the clip on Twitter and I was like, oh my God, look. And we were just sitting there like, wow, Mm -hmm. look at all that blood. Amazing. And also, basically, Terrifier 2 and Smile, the movie that we talked about last week, they're actually head in head right now. They're both in top 10 Mm. in the box office right now. I love clowns. They're pretty much head in head. And their thrive against Halloween. Um, but of course, the other movies coming out, Pray for the Devil is coming out actually on Halloween. So we'll see how that goes. Maybe we should go see it. Which one? Terrifier 2? The hollow, the clown one. We're going to ignore that. What was that? Probably okay. a car passing by. Right next to me? Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, anyway. You know this place is haunted. Yeah, Come okay. on. Um, Come on now. Come on. Come on, girl. And other entertainment news, if you haven't seen it already, actually, there is a new trailer that came out for a new horror movie called Megan. It was released this last week, and apparently Chucky is not a big fan of it. (laughs) So if you haven't seen the trailer, Megan is an AI doll gone rogue and is basically going on a killing spree. And she has like a whole dance segment before she starts killing people that's super popular and is trending right now on TikTok. Does it sound familiar? The killer doll running around killing everybody. Yeah. Well, if you go on Twitter, <laughs> Chucky himself has a few thoughts about Megan. Oh, yeah. I love him. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not going to watch Megan because I'm a Chucky fan. Yeah. Sorry. I'm going to watch it just because I like horror movies. <laughs> uh, but basically, he retweeted on Twitter the trailer of the Megan movie and he put everybody trying to be me. Oh, Megan wrote back and says, you know, you're that doll when you cause all this conversation. <laughs> Disgusting. Megan, you are not it. Chucky and then my 
And then he said, tell her to call me when she can do this. And it shows him flicking everybody off. And then he says, don't fuck with the Chuck. <laughs> and she said, LOL, Chucky, please. And then oh she sent him, she sent a gif of herself dancing and like killing people. Dude, it's that hilarious. dancing scene is hilarious. So like she dances all dumb. Well, I was watching the trailer and then I was like, wait, am I? is this the same movie? Is this? <laughs> I literally thought somebody edited it and like made it Had into like a dancing. gif or something. Oh yeah, that's what it looks like. But it just looks so funny the way she dances. <laughs> I know. Uh, next up, just an update on Sherry Pampini. If, you, if you're not familiar with that case, we do cover it in episode 66, Liar Liar. Mm-hmm. I did say that I was going to update everybody on her conviction. Fuck and that bitch. we have that conviction, just kind of like a, a rundown. She is the lady that faked her kidnapping on Thanksgiving Day in 2016. Uh, basically, she pleaded guilty to all charges and the prosecutors went head and head. And basically, she has to pay more than $300,000 in rich, was it restitution. And they have decided to go ahead and send her off to prison for 18 months. Just 18 months mm-hmm. for all the shit she did. Party, uh, this is for lying to the FBI, for basically like giving her all the intention compared to all these other people who were actually kidnapped. Yeah. And for lying to everybody, for her lying to her husband, to her kids. I yeah. mean, I mean, I know that there's no money involved on that or anything, but like you imagine the emotional damage those kids have. Mm-hmm. The the judge basically said that there is a sheer number of people who are impacted. They included which included law enforcement who searched for her, the mm-hmm. community that believed her for four years, those who lived in fear because of her fake story who were abducted by two Hispanic women who also in the Latino community at the time in that area caused every Latino woman like pretty much with suspicion that they were the ones that kidnapped her. Yeah, you know how freaking people are too. Like, okay, but also (laughs) the description that they, that she gave the guy, the the cop and it was the person that kidnapped her technically looked like a woman, Danny Trejo hilarious oh yeah she like she literally just described danny Trejo. it's just it's crazy wait that's his name right danny danny Trejo. Oh, yeah. yeah yeah so she's gonna be serving 18 months in prison and that's then it? gonna probably be having to pay more than three hundred thousand dollars in restitution and i'm pretty sure other like nonprofit organizations are going to sue her because yeah. of this so i'm pretty sure it's not over just yet yeah she's such a dumbass Sorry, I'm just like, it annoys dumb. me. Dumb but oh. that concludes our segment of Scary News. And coming up, we have a trailer from our friends, The Loring. Oh, hey there, campers. We noticed you've gathered around our mystical campfire and are probably wondering why you're here. Well, our campfire is known to draw in people, cryptids, and creatures from all around the world. That's because each episode we discuss the history, sightings, pop culture representation, and more about different folklore and cryptids right around this campfire. Take a seat, get cozy, and listen to our comedy podcast, Alluring Today, anywhere podcasts are heard. Or go to our website, alluring.com. That is A-L-O-R-E-I-N-G.com. You ready to jump in? Let's go. <clears throat> so today we're going to be talking about La Llorona. Or, in other words, the weeping woman. The La Llorona? <laughs> it's okay, baby girl. We know you don't speak too and much Spanish. I, but it's funny because I grew up with 
this legend. Like, I remember my grandparents telling me about this story and like, oh, I'm just... I just remember, I remember like vividly them telling me about the story and they it's said the, the fear that they implant in you. And I'm just like, oh, really? I can meet her? Let me be yeah. bad. I'm going to go jump in the, in the lake right now so she can come get roof. me. <laughs> yeah. So basically, La Llorona is Spanish for the weeping woman. And it has been part of the Hispanic culture in the Southwest since the days of forever, basically. Mm-hmm. And she is a tall, thin spirit. And she's blessed with like this natural beauty with long flowing black hair. And she wears a white gown and roams the rivers and creeks and streets wailing into the night. And she searches for children to drag them screaming into a watery grave. (gasps) So no one really knows when the legend began or where it originated. It's literally all across South America, Mexico, everywhere. Like everybody knows this legend. And through the tell the tales vary from different sources. There's different versions of her story. Um, but the common thread is that she is a spirit of a doomed mother who drowned her children and spends eternity searching for them in rivers and lakes. Or she pretty much snatches up other kids who look identical to her children and takes them and drowns them so they can be with her for eternity. Ooh. I'm going to tell the story the way my mama, my grandma, my great grandma, how it's been passed down. Maria. Maria was a poor woman. She was beautiful, long black hair. She met a guy on the side of the river when she was, I guess, just washing clothes or something. And he thought that she was the most beautiful woman in the world. And he was a rich man. She was a poor woman. So obviously society... Didn't want to see them together. She ended up getting pregnant, having two kids by him. And he was out there still living his best life, being a rich man. And um, one day he just never came back to see her. She got worried and went to go find the man and found out that he was it was his wedding day. And Maria was so heartbroken and sad that she ran back home and grabbed her kids and drowned them. And right after she drowned them, she got this really like remorseful feeling. It was like, what the hell did I do to my kids? And this is where the Yorona comes in. So now the Yorona spends her days or her nights walking along the side of the river, searching for her kids. That's the way we were all taught that this happened. There's different ways that people say this story, but I feel like. This is the way we were taught. So this is what I'm going to teach y'all. Like my grandma taught me. Yes. There's also other versions of the story as well. There's one that says that she was a woman who wasn't quite all there. And that she had three children, all girls, between the ages of 13 and 17. And basically something happened to her husband and she was like grieving and because she didn't want to be alive anymore, she decided to kill her girls and for whatever reason as soon as she killed her girls she uh after she drowned them she just like the other story was very like freaked out Mm -hmm. not knowing like why she did it or what happened and uh she spent the rest of her life searching for her children in this version of the la llorona she is wearing a 
a black dress, a black cape over her face. And uh, if she sees a girl who looks like one of her daughters, she tries to cut out the features of them or tries to drown them and takes them with her. And in this specific version, she comes out around three days after it rains because mm-hmm. she also comes through the puddles of water from the ground. Because oh, it's easier so any for her. Water. Any, any water source, she comes out. And it kind of sounds similar to the movie that they had made about yeah. her. It's like the pool, mm-hmm. a pot of water, stuff like that. There is another version, too. Uh, this was one that I actually read in a book uh, in elementary school, mm-hmm. Haunted Texas, about her yeah i think it's in there about (laughs) her but that version is different the one that i grew up with is the one that you grew up with as well Mm -hmm. about the husband going off and getting remarried to somebody else but and this one that i remember reading in elementary she i think her husband died she remarried and she had her two children from her previous marriage and apparently her boyfriend didn't like the children and she and he wanted to leave her because of them and be- she loved him so much and she just wanted to be with him she basically went and threw her children off the cliff and threw them into the river she instantly had regret she jumped into the river to try to save them and therefore she also drowned and so she her spirit is roaming the rivers and lakes looking for her children and she's screaming and crying for them. I could see that one too. Yeah. So there's different versions of her tale. No matter where you're at, there's different versions. Like no matter what continent, like there's different versions of the story. Puerto Rico, everywhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's insane. But I remember growing up and uh, my grandma telling me that her mom so it would be my great great grandma uh she said that uh when she was a young girl they had lived uh they had lived in i believe they lived in mexico uh for a little bit and obviously she grew up with the story but when they had moved here to texas she was asleep and she heard somebody crying down the street And she said that when she peeked outside, she saw a lady in a white gown. And she was that my grandma said that her mom told her, my great grandma told her that it was the most heinous, ugliest cry that you can ever hear. And it's something that literally makes your skin crawl. Mm -hmm. And that she said that when growing up, that she can never get that cry out of her ears. Like she always heard it. Like it was just it's almost like it was always there. Mm-hmm. behind her but what was it that they said we had looked it up earlier when you he- when you hear the Yoronas cry right. and you hear it really close like next to you I mean she's, she's far, far away. away so if you hear her crying like I miss you who's like right next to you she's far away but if you hear her crying from afar she's fucking right behind you yeah so don't basically when you don't hear her far away, do not turn around because that means she's right behind you right and she's going to take you. you. Yes. Always, always remember this. That's so scary, mm-hmm. right? When you think about it. Because it's backwards. You would think like if you hear it right next it's to you. Co- it's completely opposite. Yeah. yeah. When she's right next to you, it means she's far away from you. But when she's far away from you, she's right behind you. Literally. Yeah. We have a video of of her cry will play it in a little bit but this man or um, yeah i think this man caught this woman crying i got three in the morning outside in mexico and he recorded it and i kid you not you guys it's literally 
frightening. I mean, I don't get scared easily, but it just makes like your little bubbles on your skin like get chicken oh, skin. Yes, I get like chicken skin. Yeah, exactly. And though like the legends vary, the apparition is said to act without hesitation or mercy. The tales of her cruelty de- depends on like the version and legend that you hear. Some say she kills like instantly. Some say she takes men. Some others say she takes women. Uh, the biggest one, obviously, is that she takes children and whoever is foolish enough to get close enough to her. Other, and basically others say that she is barbaric and that she has one objective only, which is obviously to kill children, take them from their families and take mm-hmm. them screaming away from their families as well. I grew up with you better be a good girl or else the Llorona is going to come get you. And I know mm-hmm. that's how my grandparents also grew up with that story as well. Yeah. <laughs> And I tell that to my nieces. Well, I used to when they were little. Yeah. Mm, scary. And there's a way to conjure her up, too. Yes, there is. I obviously love to talk about conjuring shit. So here we go. How to summon La Llorona. So it is often said that one way to summon La Llorona is to light red candles. So you enclose yourself in a room with lots of mirrors. So your room has to be covered in mirrors. Not completely covered, but mirrors all over your walls. Um, light a bunch of red candles, and then you have to keep saying La Llorona, La Llorona, La Llorona, La Llorona. So you just have to keep saying that. And after that, she will appear, and you will hear her crying for her kiddos. That's great. I didn't know that there is a way. It's almost like Candyman, right? Like you want to conjure her up. Yeah. No. So there's actually this story of this boy, uh, Patricio Lugan. He and his family saw her on a creek between Mora and Guadalupita, New Mexico. As the family was sitting outside talking, they saw a tall, thin woman walking along the creek. She then seemed to float over the water and started up the hill and then vanished. However, just moments later, she reappeared much closer to them and then disappeared again. The family looked for footprints. They obviously couldn't find anything. And after finally just kind of sitting around and talking, they realized that they had just seen the La Llorona. Damn. There is another story that involved a man by the name of Epifanio Garcia. Yeah, Epifanio. He was an outspoken boy who often argued with his mother and his father. After a heated argument, he and along with his brothers Carlos and Augustine decided to leave their ranch in Ojo de la Vaca. Farca? I can't say that. Yes, Ojo de la Vaca. Yes, that. To head toward, um, they basically wanted to head towards the uh, villa. I, I'm, I can't say that. Anyways, however, when they were along their way, they were visited by a tall woman wearing a black net on her face. Two of the boys were riding in front of the wagon when the spirit appeared on the seat between them. And they said that when she appeared, she was silent and continued to sit there. And they finally turned around and head back home. And at this at this moment, she whispered to them, I will visit you again someday when you argue with your mother. Oh, don't be bad kids. So 
like we said, there's legends that she's in the white dress and then there's other versions that she's in the black dress. But he's thinking that this was another version of the La Llorona. Uh, who knows? Maybe it was a different type of spirit. Mm-hmm. But in this guy's story, he was arguing with his parents and then she appeared and said that she would see him again when they have another argument. And so he did say after that, he never argued with his mom ever again. Mm. Okay, I'm going to read one. Um, the, we're reading submitted stories, you guys. So this one was submitted by a girl named Adriana in Houston, Texas. So she said, when I was 12 years old in 1991, my parents separated and my mother moved me and my brother to Monterrey, Mexico. In the winter, all three of us would sleep in the same room because there was no central heating, only electric heaters. There was two beds for my mother and brother. I slept on the floor in a sleeping bag next to my mother's bed. One night around 2.30 in the morning, I woke up because I had been dreaming about my great grandma. She kept calling my name three times to be exact. Just a few minutes later, I heard the scariest screams coming from down the street. It was horrible. The cries continued each time coming closer. I was so horrified that I could not even wake my mother who was laying right next to me. I was so scared. I didn't even blink. It was the most evil cry I have ever heard. Finally, it passed my house and slowly faded away. The next day, I told my mother, you know, I didn't believe in stuff like this, especially not La Llorona after that night. I do. But she heard it like coming and going. Like it was passing through. Like it was passing through. So then that would mean it was close. It was far from her. Wait, what did we say earlier? If it was, if it was coming and going, that means the Yorona was far and then was getting closer. Yeah, yeah. Because when you hear her far away, it means she's right behind right you. Right behind you. <gasps> episode that something is just in here <laughs> stop don't cry why are you like this what happened she it's right next to me it looked like your hand got swatted away <laughs> what was that i have no idea but i saw your hand it was like, right next to me right i just saw your hand like fl- like swat like move i don't know you tell me what you felt <laughs> girl i'm getting hot in here it's fucking hot in here oh my god <laughs> ashley you're we don't want you in here now you want to call her we're gonna call her this is gonna be one of those episodes guys caller number one and i'm still gonna say another story what's up maybe he whatever swatted your hand really liked the story maybe okay we're gonna do one one more honey <laughs> oh my god hold on we're calling ashley real quick <laughs> hi are you asleep no we're recording right now oh hello and something happened <laughs> Hi, Ash. I miss you. Are you having fun with the aliens? I am having fun with the aliens. I have more fun than I thought. So we're talking about the La Llorona today. And we were in the middle of a story or like we just got done telling like a story that was submitted through a website and like something weird happened. We heard a noise and then my hand just like flew 
Like, if someone swatted her hand. What? <laughs> and we both screamed at the same time. <laughs> I don't know. I just heard, like, a noise and then something, like, swatted my hand. Like, my hand moved. <laughs> Like, like a like a rustling noise I don't know. right next to me. I know I got itchy, <laughs> and it's huh? really hot in here. Yeah, it's like really hot. If it was a ghost, it would be cold. Yeah, true. Okay, true. okay, we're good. <laughs> we oh keep looking God. around like, Ooh. <laughs> but um, what, like, what, anything else happened or just that? Just that so far. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. So like, far, let's call Ashley, because uh, you probably would have cried if you're here with us. Probably. See, I feel like they they wait till I'm gone, and yeah. they're like, "Okay, now we can come out." I know. Oh, well, they're, <laughs> they're probably all, like, Ashley. "Now we can come out and play." <laughs> well, we have. Well, Tim has like your mic set up, and then the the chair is like empty next to me. So maybe it's like when like you drive, you're not supposed to have like an empty seat. <gasps> yeah, we have two empty seats. I'm just kidding. Meh. No, there's stuff in that seat. Yeah, there's stuff in that one. They don't want to sit there. I know. We just wanted to call and tell you our experience. <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm not there for I it. I know. <laughs> okay, we're going to finish up. But we love you. We miss you. I love you so much. Okay, love you guys too. Okay. We'll, we'll text you. Love you. Bye. No, we'll we'll tell you well, for sure. We'll call you. We'll call you at like about nine thirty. <laughs> we'll call you at eleven fifty nine. <laughs> Two fifty nine. Oh shit. <laughs> we'll call you at three three three. <laughs> okay, just kidding. Okay. Love you. Okay. Bye. Bye. That was fucking weird. That was fucking weird. <laughs> Anyways. I'm gonna read one more. Oh my god. Sorry, my Okay, b- go. Okay. <laughs> Let's <laughs> regroup. Let's get it together, honey. This story was sent by Emily Ortiz, and she named it An Attack by the Weeping Woman. (laughs) Sorry, my laugh. (laughs) When I was about eight years old, I had just started becoming interested in all things paranormal. I was researching La Llorona when all of a sudden I heard a noise, so I decided to check it out. Then I heard it again. It sounded like it was coming from the bathroom, so I walked in and stopped at the sink. All of a sudden, my head was pushed into the sink and water started to run. The sink finally filled all the way and I was trying to breathe. Then I couldn't breathe anymore. I thought I was going to die of lack of oxygen. So I screamed. My mom came in. She pulled my head out after a struggle and hugged me tightly. She knew I wouldn't drown myself. So she started thinking then she froze. Her face turned white. She screamed and almost fainted. I asked her, What's wrong? And she said with a stutter, La, La Llorona. That's weird. She was just at the sink and then, I don't know. That's kind of scary. Like something was holding her face down in the sink water. Mm-hmm. And the water was starting to that's run. That's like very violent though, right? <laughs> I don't think that was the Llorona girl. That Maybe was it was else. like a, like another spirit. Like, oh, you want to research this? Okay. I feel like, you know what I mean? Up. My adrenaline is like pumping right now. Mm-hmm. I think because of like what, what happened. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Are you okay. You're good. Yeah. I'm good. We're all good. We're professionals. We're <laughs> professionals. We scream every now and then, but that's okay. 
Okay. So this one is from Miss Daisy Calderon. Uh, so she says, My story of La Llorona takes place in Mexico when I was eight years old when my abuelita told me to go to the store to buy a soda. This was during the evening as we were getting ready to eat supper. My brother and I left for the store and along the way we, we heard wailing and we didn't pay much attention to it. However, as we continued on, we saw a young woman walking toward us. Suddenly, my little brother started to cry and the woman ran towards him, acting as if she was going to get him. When we saw that she was just floating instead of walking, we began to run back to our house and told our grandmother and mom what just happened. We locked the door and started to pray to God to help us and to make her go away. Ooh. Oh, can you imagine though seeing that? Just floating towards you? Just yeah. like floating towards her. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, like, I wonder if because he cried, like he started crying because he was scared. If she would have just like left them alone, like if what if he didn't cry, if she would have just like left them alone, yeah. you know what I mean? Scary. Okay, so there is. Um, I can probably just tell one more. Okay, this is actually a Kansas tale. This was submitted by anonymous. Oh, and guys, this is all from a website. It's called legendsofamerica.com, where people like submit their actual stories online, and they can choose to use their names or not use their names. And this person submitted it as anonymous. And they titled it A Kansas Tale. While working as a copy editor for a newspaper recently, I came across a a weird story about the La Llorona. It brought back memories of what happened to me while I was a student in Kansas State University in the early 1980s in Manhattan, Kansas. And it basically led me to this website. One evening, I went to a mobile home that I seem to remember being near a creek or a river to visit a couple of my friends who also were attending Kansas State. As I walked into the door, I found them sitting on the sofa looking somewhat freaked out. They explained that just moments earlier, one of the bar stools was spinning and hopping around. As they were Mexican-Americans, they wondered whether the La Llorona had anything to do with it. They explained the legend to me as I never heard it before. They would invite me to stay the night in the spare bedroom, and I did. I stayed over with my friends. Later in the night, a woman appeared to me, laying next to me in bed, and asked if I know where her children were. It seemed that while I may have been dreaming, I was also half awake. Then I fully awoke and looked up towards the doorway just in time to see a dark figure seemingly looking at me and then quickly ducking back into the doorway. Right then, that left me too scared to go check and see if that was one of my friends checking in on me or perhaps to see if maybe I was talking in my sleep or something. I went back to sleep and waited until the morning to ask if either of them had looked into my room during the night. Neither of them did. So to this day, I don't know whether I really did experience a supernatural visit from the La Llorona or if maybe my mind was just playing tricks on me because I fell asleep thinking about her. I think maybe he had some kind of sleep paralysis episode and she appeared to him. That's what I believe, too. Your mind is very powerful, you guys. Especially if they're by river, too. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, thank you. Doesn't it make you wonder, uh, like when you read stories about children drowning in rivers, like if it was her yeah. that drowned them? Or like I always remember like we would go to Gardner or like Canyon Lake or we we're camping and I'm like, dude, we're fucking right next to water. Like mm-hmm. hide your kids, hide your wives. Or even like when you read stories about like grown I mean, I know like when people go like 
floating down the river like you're drinking and alcohol has a lot to do with like a lot of these people drowning but i can't help but wonder like if it's her like if that's like her it's almost like a lot like a season like she's like oh people are here you know what i mean she's probably like ooh, human soup and i also wonder like the different versions of her if there's more than one la llorona Cause it, I'm sure. You know what I mean? There's La Llorona, the Weeping Woman, and then whatever other countries like call there's, her. There's different versions of the Weeping Woman, but also like these entities can be more than one, right? Mm-hmm. Like especially if it's all over the world. Yeah, she doesn't discriminate, y'all. It don't matter if you're white, Mexican, blue, black, brown, red, pink, yellow, whatever. orange. <laughs> she will come and get your ass. Mm-hmm. She don't care. She don't care. She no, said, no. long hair, don't care. Long hair, don't care. My great-grandma, uh, I remember she told me a story. She said that when my grandpa and like his brothers and sisters were little, I think it was my youngest great-uncle, which is my grandpa's little brother, actually ran, woke her up in the middle of the night and said that he heard crying by his window. And so she said that when she walked to the room, she didn't hear anything but from the corner of her eye, like her peripheral vision, she saw like somebody in white passing through. And so my great grandma religiously holds on to her rosary and she prays every night religiously to this day. And my great grandma is believe 91 or 92 years old now. And like she prays every night with her rosary. So she got the rosary and she started praying until my uncle fell asleep. And after that, he was able to sleep. So she says that sometimes well, how she grew up is that it's almost like uh, like it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes adults don't hear her, uh, especially if she has her target on one specific child. She's like calling out to them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like to try to distract them or get them away. Yeah. So she I remember when she told me that story and then my grandpa right after goes, see, and that's why you need to behave because then she'll come get you too. Mm-hmm. And I was very gullible when I was little. I believed everything my grandpa told me. Same. So I would behave. And until, I wouldn't behave. Until I became, until I uh, turned 13 in middle school and then I started being bad. <laughs> no, I never behaved. I was always climbing roofs and shit. My grandpa would call me Chiva Loca. Crazy. Go. Chiva Loca? <laughs> He's like, La Chiva Loca, ya está. Like up there on top of the roof. Oh my gosh. Well, I did want to kind of touch on this next story. It's really sad. And when I told Gato earlier, she cried. I'm always crying. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a group of 43 women who dressed as the Leorona or the Weeping Woman. They took part in a street theater performance in Mexico City one weekend designed to act as a pretty much a reminder of a very tragic event that happened. So in 2014, there is 43 students from southern Mexican town who disappeared, and it's still unknown on where they are. Nobody knows where they're at. So what they did is they dressed up as the weeping woman who is a ghost who cries and looks for her lost children. And 43 women who stand for the 43 students who disappeared all had candles with their faces on them and lit them and cried in the street. Because basically, they said that these students and teachers in Iguala in Guero State, from basically they were planning on going to a protest in Mexico City, 
And the government's theory is that local policemen had turned them over into a heroin trafficking gang. And that's why they can't find them anymore because it was all an inside job with crooked cops to get them to disappear because for whatever reason, they did not want them to be part of this. Mm -hmm. Um, That's so sad. Yeah, they didn't want them to be part of this protest that was going on in Mexico City. So various international investigators found basically a lot of evidence that it was an inside job. But because of the extent of messing with like the police and all that, there's a lot of things that were covered up. And so now the locals get together every year around their anniversary and they put on this performance because they do not want these people to forget who these 43 students were. Mm -hmm. They were somebody's child, somebody's brother, somebody's sister. And they stand there every year on the anniversary of them disappearing with photos and candles of them. Dressed like the Yorona. And there's 43 women dressed like the Yorona. Uh, that I literally that makes me so sad and what's so sad is that Mexico is so corrupt that you can literally like I remember my mom one time was speeding a little bit and the guy was like the cop pulled her over and was like you got a hundred bucks on you then I'll let you go but if you don't I could take you in like and you can't do anything about it Mm -hmm. it's sad Mm -hmm. disgusting so it kind of goes to show yes it is scary La Llorona is scary. Obviously, we screamed earlier. We don't know what that was. <laughs> that was not but La Llorona. she can also be a symbol of lost children. You know, mothers who are desperately looking for their children for and their they children. cry every night. So yes. I think this is like a very, very, very powerful, strong symbol, what they did for these 43 missing She's very symbolic. Students. Yeah. Almost like Medusa. Yes. But yes, guys. Oh, let me play something for you guys. This person was out recording at three in the morning for God knows what reason. People are crazy. And he said he heard the creepiest cry ever. But hold on. I'm going to play it. But hold on. This lady talks a lot. Okay, we're cutting it off there. But somebody just recorded that noise at three in the morning. Tell me that is not bone chilling. Like that cry. It's freaking hot in the studio right now. Our AC is still out and I have chicken skin. Like if it's 30 degrees in here. I literally got chills like up my spine. Like my like that cry. It's just like so sad like so sad and you could feel it in your bones like my great grandma told my grandma like that cry is something that you cannot get out of your head like she was like i can't like no Mm -hmm. i hear it and like it's like it's almost like once you hear it you can't unhear it yeah right like it's gonna always be imprinted in your brain but yeah that Oh, that like freaked me out. I think there's another one. Hold on. Okay, so that one gives me chills. 
That's like a blood because that's like a gurgling, I'm getting scream. murdered scream. But people were saying that also that that was the Yorona. I honestly think the first one was more of a like La Yorona, but that one also like made my skin crawl. Yeah, um, I've never. I'm not gonna say never. Never say never. I have not yet heard her. No. And I don't think I would I don't want, want to, to, honestly. Guys, I have two kids. I don't want to hear. I don't want her anywhere near my home. So after this episode, I am. We're cleansing. We're cleansing and we're rebuking any negative spirits or anything <laughs> out of my house. Because what just happened earlier was like super unexplainable. That was we, fucking weird. We can't explain it. I was literally looking at Mandy and she had her hand kind of like up. And it just like someone swatted it because it just moved. And then we heard slitty. like a rustling noise afterwards, right? Ugh. Or I was I the only one that heard the rustling? I don't know. I can't. I my brain is not working from what from that. Like, <laughs> like if my brain just took it out. Uh, I just remember that your hand flew and like I went blank. That's all the I remember. Shit that happens here, guys. I was just oh like, oh my god, uh huh. I really think because Tim's trying to convince me to like get cameras in here to like record us as we oh. record. Can you imagine? Dude, we like, should put some like in the corners. I so know. You get every angle. Oh my god! Literally every like this is like a one four corner room. Yeah, it's a small room. But Jesus, anyway, <laughs> this was eventful. It was very eventful, and of course, this would happen when me and God are recording, and Ashley's not here. Yeah. <laughs> And we're always la lloronas because I'm always fucking crying. I'm always crying too, man. Oh my god. I I just cried this morning. But it's good to cry. (laughs) You know what, guys? It doesn't mean you're a a weak-ass bitch, okay? If you cry, it's good for the soul. It's very good for the soul. It's very cleansing for the mind. And it's actually very healthy for you to cry. So don't think you're a weak-ass bitch because you cry. You're not. You're a boss-ass bitch. That's who you are. Anywho... So, month of October, remember to enter our pumpkin contest. We will be announcing our winners on Halloween, October 31st. Send them through our email if you like, scarynotscarypodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you follow us on social media at scarynotscarypodcast. Make sure you visit our website, scarynotscarypodcast.com. And make sure you shop our merch, scarynotscarypodcast.shop. We do have a promotion going on this month. You will get free shipping on all of our merch if you type in the code SHIP0, S-H-I-P, zero. SHIP0. Also, just to clarify, it's not just a pumpkin carving contest. My cousin was like, oh, I had this idea, but um, I can't carve a pumpkin. If you have a pumpkin... You want to decorate it? Yes. Send it to us. You don't have to carve it. Yes. If you follow us on Instagram, we do have specifically on our Instagram pumpkin contest. Mm-hmm. You can decorate it. You can carve it and decorate it. You can put a wig on it. Whatever. However you want to decorate it, do it. Be creative. We love creative minds yes. here. As long as it's a pumpkin, we're grading it. Not yeah. grading it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Judging it. We, I mean, please. <laughs> it, last year was so much fun. Yes. We had a, quite a few entries. So let's see if this year we can get a little bit more. Yes. And we are going to have first, second, and third prize winners. So three of you will win. We already have the prizes picked out of what we're going to give first, second, third, third prize winners. So please, please, please submit. Woo! Make sure you rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to on all major platforms. Send us your recommendations and follow our Patreon. We will be putting some cool stuff on there as well. And I believe that's it. Remember... If you hear her far away, it means she's right behind you. If you hear her close by, 
It means she's, she's far, far away. away. So don't argue with your mother. Make sure you are good. And the La Llorona won't come and get you tonight. Until anyway. next time, remember to always stay.